0: Welcome to the Soul Midwife Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. I'm an energy healer, a guide, a mama of four, and yes, a soul midwife. In this podcast, I offer guidance, healings, and wisdom for women who are feeling out of alignment, disconnected, and are longing to find out or to rediscover who they truly are from a deep place of wholeness. Women who are ready to step out of the culture of busy, overwhelmed, disconnection, and fragmentation. To lead lives that feel soulful and aligned from the inside out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. So, today I'm going to be talking about how to open the door to the possibility of a shift. And I'm talking about this for a few reasons. One, I often talk about on this podcast things that come across my desk, so to speak, so emails or uh, conversations I have in my one-on-one work with people, and there often just tends to be a theme, right? And so this has been the theme actually for quite some time because obviously we have all been shifting quite a lot, physically, emotionally, and otherwise, in the last few years. And so, yeah, I wanted to do a podcast on it. Hopefully this audio is coming across well. I'm doing a new experiment. I am standing and holding my microphone because I normally sit and I find that my thoughts always flow better when I'm standing. So I'm trying this new way. Hopefully it doesn't mess with the audio. (laughs) We'll see when I'm done recording. So let's talk about what is a shift. I guess the first thing I think of when I think about shift is when people feel stuck. And there's so many people that feel stuck all the time. I have felt so stuck in my life at so many points. In some ways, feeling stuck is a bit akin to depression, right? When we're depressed, we feel stuck. Something either is causing a major stressor inside, there's something in your life that uh, you're not in alignment with, you don't enjoy your job, you don't enjoy something external, and then it gets deeper and deeper. The alignment gets so internalized that then you feel so stuck that you don't want to get out of bed, that you don't feel happy, and that you don't see possibilities, right? So feeling stuck to me is akin to kind of like a depressive state. Obviously, there's tons of more things I could say and involved. That's very simplistic way of putting it, but it was the best analogy that I have and I think actually quite a good one. So we often feel stuck in many ways. In my life I have been I have felt stuck in relationships so like the relationship wasn't moving and wasn't feeling very aligned. I have felt stuck financially so like my financial state wasn't in alignment with maybe the bills that I had like the reality right. Um, I mean, I've felt stuck in all ways. I mean I'm sure I've felt stuck in places, and I've also just felt stuck inside. And when, when I feel stuck inside, it often means that my inner alignment doesn't match what is showing up in my outer life, right? So a better way to say that might be that what I know to be true inside is not reflected in the actions and or experiences that I'm having and are creating on the outside. And that can feel really stuck. And that tend, that kind of stuck tends to happen when big changes are on the horizon. I actually feel like that stuck is uh, needed. It is a catalyst to massive growth and transformation periods that we all go through in life, right? And so I'm not labeling this stuckness as bad. I'm just saying and pointing out that we all get stuck and that I want to talk today about how we open the doors of possibility, because it's one thing to get stuck. It's one thing to experience something. And then it's another to take the steps to opening the door to a possibility of something else because so many of us just get stuck in that loop we're stuck in that loop over and over and over and over again stuck in that relationship the way it is because we're afraid (laughs) of where it could go and that it might end we're stuck of the job that we're in because we're afraid that we can't do any better and that this pays the bills and what's going to happen we're stuck you, you get we're stuck often out of fear we're stuck in a hormonal state, right? That's often the thing that I work with women with. We're stuck in a hormonal state. Your cycle is always this way. It's always that you bleed heavy, it's always this, it's always that. And we're stuck in this way, but we don't <laughs> we don't take any actions to get unstuck. We just think, "Well, this is it. I just have a really heavy cycle. I just hate my period. I just whatever you want to say. I just am always tired and that's just the way it's going to be. I just always feel that way. And in some ways, some of us can get even really angry when we say that it is possible. Right? I've had women come to me and then I say, okay, it is possible to experience it some something different and they can get quite angry. And, and I don't take offense to that because I often think that that is part of the, the process. Uh, is that anger. It's like grieving. What is, because sometimes what is, even if we don't like it, can kind of, Help us feel safe and help serve us in some ways right like that's the thing i've been in i've been even in in my marriage like we're we're nearly 20 years deep but at certain points in my marriage we stayed stuck in a certain way because we were afraid of the growth and what we might have to to go to and the death the death of the old relationship in service to the new relationship that was coming so so how do you shift or what is shift let's start with what is shift shift is movement That's all it is. It's movement. And we often desire movement when we feel stuck. It often gets talked about as an awakening or maybe even a fed upness because in order to shift, you have to awaken to what is. You have to start with the presence of like, oh, here is what my life actually is and here is what I want to step into the possibility, right? You have to... You have to be awake to what isn't working. So oftentimes, as I've already said, <clears throat> it's like a crisis. Or it does, sometimes it's just as desire or for more, right? So I often think like we can either get forced into the shift or we can choose it. And when we get forced into the shift, we often go in kicking and screaming, and it's really challenging and it's really hard, rather than if we consciously choose, become aware, and then take the and scary action sometimes to create that shift, right? So what is required to shift? How do we open the door of possibility to shifting? Well, we, we have to have presence right we have to be present so being present with what is not working being present with the reality of what we're seeing outside and what the alignment inside like so we have to be present with the lack of alignment the misalignment that is actually there right we have to be present we have to be aware of I mean simply you could say what's not working but I like to use the term alignment because because as someone who's deeply embedded in my body (laughs) right deeply aware of my body i can feel the misalignment inside my body often first the misalignment happens in my body so i have the sensations and then the knowledge because i bring awareness to the sensation then the knowledge of well then how do i then the knowledge of like okay that's out of alignment right and then the knowledge of how do i get there so feeling the body first, being deeply aware of the misalignment, and then bringing the, the mind into the game of like, okay, this is what I actually feel most aligned in my heart and soul, and what I'm experiencing inside is not aligned, and so something has to shift, right? So first is the presence and awareness that something has to shift. Then there has to be the opening the door to the possibility right so this is where most people stop often people nowadays can have that awareness of the shift that needs to happen deep down somewhere inside there there's an awareness that the shift needs to happen and then we have to actually open up to the possibility that a change can occur that we can align so how do we open up to the possibility well Think about what happens when you're stressed, right? So you feel this misalignment inside your body, and you, when you, you get probably get stressed about it, and then you shut down, right? Everything closes inside. It closes. It closes. It closes inside. In fact, I'm actually going to look and see if I can r- break out my journal from this morning because <coughs> I was reflecting upon the funny thing that we humans do, and I would love to actually read a little bit of you to you. Um. It says, humans and egos are a funny thing. We squeeze and we squeeze when all we need to do is open and open. We push away rather than embrace all of it. Funny things we humans are. And then I talk about giving. I'm stepping into surrender, right? And so I'm not going to read the rest of that, but I just found it a, a beautiful example of like, I squeeze, I squeeze when there's something I want or something that's not in alignment. Sometimes I will squeeze and squeeze and the stress will close everything down. When the door is closed, there's an impossibility for opening, when the door is closed, there is no possibility for opening. And so open to the possibility means you're coming aware. And when you become aware, you often know what it is you do want. And if not, then that's the first exploration of like, okay, I know this isn't aligned, but what do I want to feel like is often the easiest thing to go. So if you're feeling cruddy and you're feeling mm, stuck and angry and overwhelmed, what do you want to feel? You want to feel peaceful, you want to feel aligned, you want to feel open. Well then opening the door to the possibility of that possibility feeling that. Feel that in your body. Even though it does not exist in this present moment, right, the the situation doesn't exist. Bring the feelings into your body. Because what I know about the brain is that when the brain doesn't know a fake tiger from a real tiger. Meaning the brain doesn't know if you're if you're having a stressor that's outside that's a tiger and causing the stress response, or if you're having a stress that's inside. If you're thinking about, uh, I don't know, what a shit life you have. If <laughs> you're thinking about that you're an idiot, right? Say I'm an idiot, or I'm not worthy, I'm not valuable, I'm not useful. All of the bullying that can happen in our heads, right? It's a very common human thing. So, what happens when we step into greater alignment with that? What happens? What happens is we begin to open the door. We open up the door, and when we open up the door to that possibility, what happens neurochemically in your brain is that you begin to pattern your brain in new ways that the neurons and synapses fire in new ways, and then often the action comes from that. So sitting in a state of being where you're actually feeling not overwhelmed, where you're feeling in alignment, where you're feeling all of the things that you want to actually be feeling rather than where you are feeling stuck. If you sit in that place, then that's opening the door to the possibility. So. That's not where it ends though. You don't get to just get to think yourself into a shift, right? We then have to feel it like in our bodies for real. And then from that, we gain some sort of knowledge. Oftentimes that knowledge is there waiting for us. And where you access and where you source that knowledge is, in my view, it's divine. like. It, like a synchronicity will come, a person will come, a thing you'll see on Facebook that you didn't know was there, or it'll come across your way in some way, shape or form. And then we have to move into that possibility. So somebody somewhere is offering you deeper knowledge about this thing that you're hoping to shift Maybe you're wanting to shift communication. You all of a sudden start seeing, you feel into the possibility and then you start seeing stuff around communication. And so you devour the knowledge, right? That's where the mind is super useful and can come in. And then we enter the new. We enter that actual possibility. We start to engage with that actual possibility. And then we have to actually be that possibility, right? Take the action steps. And sometimes when we're in this process, we actually have to clear any roadblocks that can come up, right? So sometimes say, let's go continue with the communication. Sometimes a roadblock will come up, meaning like you're, you're engaging, you opened up to the new possibility. You've now found this thing that aligns with actually how you want to feel and you're learning perhaps, you're learning this new way of. Communicating, and then you're actually starting to practice the communicating with your partner, and then a roadblock will come up, which probably means some sort of past conditioning, some pathway that you were being that got you to feel stuck in the first place, and that needs to be cleared. So that needs to be like recognized, it needs to be honored that that was part of your path, it needs to be seen as the valuable lesson that it was on your journey, and then we get to let it go, right? And move into yet again we choose to remember and tap into the possibility over and over again so we don't get then stuck in this roadblock that came we remember and sometimes it takes a while and sometimes it doesn't we remember the possibility we remember to step into the possibility again so let's keep with the communication thing and the partner thing so you you have this relationship you feel stuck it doesn't feel good and you know what you want it to feel like. You step into that possibility, you open the door, oh wow, here comes this communication thing. You found the communication thing, you did the learning, you've now implemented it into your life. Maybe at the very beginning it was awesome, now this roadblock comes up. This thing that happens inside of you begins to surface and then you fall off of the road of possibility and you feel stuck again, you feel trapped, you feel like, oh, this is never gonna work, this is just the way relationship is and all of those sorts of things, right? So eventually you're gonna remember that possibility again. Maybe it'll be a day, maybe it'll be a moment, but eventually, maybe it'll be a month, but eventually you'll remember because you don't wanna be stuck, right? And so you step back into that possibility. And we need to let that possibility be small. It doesn't have to be this massive overhaul. When it becomes this massive overhaul of our lives, then what happens is uh, we don't stick with it, right? We don't stick with it, the change fails because we have tried to overhaul every single thing. We've tried to overhaul our diet, we've tried to overhaul our, our exercise, we've tried to overhaul, I don't know, all of the things at once in one fail swoop, right? And that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And so it has to be those small things, those small things that you can commit to to remembering. And what happens is people want things to be get fixed really quick, right away, because that's kind of the culture we live in and that's what we're sold. But that's just not how life works. Sometimes it can be like that, but oftentimes it is those small things. So like for something for me, I shared recently that I started about a year ago getting up at sunrise and I started really small. So I knew what it was going to do like to my, uh, the benefits for my mood, for my hormonal health, for just my whole body, mind, body, mind and spirit health. I knew, right, I'd seen the research, I've seen people talk about it, but I decided that I wanted to, to take that experience on. And so I started doing it at the very beginning I started doing it for like 30 seconds and when especially when winter camp time came i would go out for just a, just a minute i would extend it extend it and then now i'm up to like over well over an hour every day i'm out walking actually before the sun is even rising around five in the morning i'm taking a walk and then as the sunrise i've moved so the sunrise comes across the horizon now in a very different way because there's no one in front of me there's no houses no subdivision and i'm in the plains. so I literally see the sunrise. And in that year's time, it has completely changed my life. Something that simple starting with 30 seconds a day has 100% completely changed my life. It's changed the amount of sleep that I'm able to get. It's changed like deepening the sleep and like not having sleep problems anymore because of the light. It's changed the spaciousness that I feel inside. It's changed my connection to God. It's changed my connection to gratitude. It's changed my connection to nature and even deeper grounding. It's changed my connection in so many ways. Something free, something so easy, right? So it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. And sometimes it needs to be guided, right? Sometimes we need that guidance. And so I just want to encourage anyone out there who's feeling stuck, who's wanting some sort of shift, who feels scared that it is possible for you, that you can open the doors to possibility. And one way that I have, one offering that I have right now is called the 10-day shift. It is really focused on life vitality for uh, inco- for creating and holding and opening a space for life vitality through the lens of hormones. So I will be talking a lot about women's Hormones, however, what the class really is about is a 10 day to shift you into greater alignment with your mind, body, and spirit, all through the lens of your hormones. Because hormones are not static. They don't operate alone. They're influenced literally by your thoughts, the stress hormones, right? By stuck stress, by your diet, by your blood sugar, by the light that comes through your eyes, by so many things. And so when you talk about hormones, the conversation cannot just be estrogen and progesterone. The conversation has to be so much bigger, so much bigger bigger this conversation needs to be. We are doing ourselves harm by having the stupid conversation of having these two hormones that we talk about being in balance because the conversation is so much bigger. So I'm doing this 10 day shift where you first of all learn and second of all, you we talk about little ways that you can shift your life in these 10 days. You will not come out the same person, the same hormonal blueprint, but also just the same person in terms of your alignment. Um, so you can check that out over on my website at soulmidwifejulie.com. There is an early special right now, so make sure you hop in, uh, before the prices go up on May 2nd. All right, everyone. Thanks, and I hope this episode helped. Bye.